0: Welcome, this is Jonathan. Work, make it work. Anchor.fm Don't be afraid to get rich. And enjoy it. You know what? A nasty election fight. Impeachment. Recession fears. 2020 is gearing up to be quite a noisy year. So as we get ready to pull one calendar off the wall and put up another. We're reflecting on how to make next year the best one yet. Despite the bad news the media aims to bombard us with, as we've said often, it will all come down to our health and wealth. It's why our mission has grown and why we are spending this week tapping our connections to put you on the right path a successful 2020. Nobody wants to have an honest conversation these days. We hate it. Everything is shielded with political correctness, worries of offending somebody and efforts to ensure that everyone feels good about everything. And yet, everybody's miserable. All this feels goodism and everybody still hates everybody they just hate for new and better reasons it's silly so let's have a real conversation it's about money and what you absolutely deserve more of it it may offend it may not make some readers feel good and some folks will hate us for it oh well No apologies. Here we go. Answer these questions honestly. Why does Warren Buffett, who is 89 years old and worth $86 billion, still get up and go to work each day? Why does Jeff Bezos, who could cash in all his chips for $108 billion, to show up and run a trillion dollar company that he started better yet why do you want to have more money tomorrow than you do today ah that last one is easy to answer and you need the money right it's money that will fit the bill an old so dark gap between today and and future financial liberty. But Buffett, Bezos, all those billionaires, they certainly can't feel that way, can they? We all heard the saying, money, more money, more problems. We talked about it in the other day with Miss Manward. A good friend of ours is having a tremendous year but it came at a cost of a few lawsuits and serious trouble at home. For him, more money wasn't worth the more problems. If that tends to be the case so often, why do we bother? Why do the rich want to get richer? Why do we pick up our pen and muse so often about money and how to get more of it? Why in the world do you read these essays? Are we all just greedy, son of a bitches, or SOBs? Far from it. No, more questions, just answers. If we had to bet, we say more money, more problems, was first said by some poor sap who just missed a shot at what he really wanted, and probably deserved. Ah, shucks. He lied to console himself. I didn't need the money. It would just lead to more problems. We know the line can't be true. Humans are smart. It may take us a while to figure out things. But sure enough, we stop doing the things that harms us. And humans have been going after money for a long time. And it's as long as it's been around. If it truly hurts us, we wouldn't want it so darn bad, right? But money, or more specifically greed, has hurt a lot of folks. That's why it's so important you know why you want more money. This is absolutely critical, so please pay attention. Think of it as a math equation. If we don't know why we want the money, if we don't know what the final value of the money will be, in other words, we can't properly value the effort that goes into it. That's confusing, so we'll explain. What a billionaire wants. Take Bezos, for instance. He's got enough for a lifetime. He's good. In fact, he's good for a millionaire lifetimes. But he's not looking for financial security. He's beyond that. Now he's looking to change the world. The political correctness crowd, we glared up top, would say he should give it all away. They say it's a government's job to fix things and that he should be taxed until we've got a slice of what he's worked for. Those of us who bother to think, though, say Washington should be paying him. He's yearning to do a good as he's paid. He's yearning to do good as paid off. He's done more to help this country than those dopes along the Pontiac could hope for. Although Amazon, Bezos, has crushed inflation and left the Fed in the dust, employed 647,500 people, forced the UPS to reform, helped push Nasher to the brink of privatization, rewritten the rules of court and corporate transparency and accountability, You can email him right now at jeff at amazon.com. But we're not writing to defend the man and his money. No, man is pure good or pure evil. We're writing to defend our right to pursue so much money as you want. Plenty has already been written on the first part of the sentence. It's the last three words that we beg you to pay attention to, especially during this holy week. Don't just blindly pursue money. We're an authority, but that seems sinful. Instead, pursue money with a purpose. Get as much as you want. Get rich and give it all to your kids. Get rich and smile on some warm southern beach. Get rich and transform your community. Just know why you want to get rich. Basil does. Buffett does. And if you don't, if you blindly pursue riches, we promise you the math won't add up. The efforts won't be worth the reward. And money, more money, will surely lead to more problems. Just ask a lottery winner. Our modern culture doesn't want you to get rich, but that's because it's broke, penniless, and wants to take what others have. Don't fall for it. Get rich and enjoy every second of it. Just know what it's worth. Hey, every day is something, right? Whether it's good news or bad news, in our everyday lives, we try to make sense of it all. Let's have a dialogue, share some information with each other and come to some kind of conclusion in the process. Maybe it can help someone else to make educated decisions. Think about it. Subscribe to anchor.fm forward slash make it work. Let's be a part of the solution. There are two types of people in this world, those who get stuff done and those who can't get anything done no matter what. Time is free, but priceless. Chances are you have multiple responsibilities and things on your plate every day, but being productive is not the same thing as being busy. Adopt some of these habits in the next 10 minutes and you'll be more productive the rest of your life. We're going to try and make this as easy for you as possible as we get into whatever it is that we got coming up here on Anchor.fm because I not only have just the sounds for you, we've got many mixed tunes. we can bring you into and keep you up to date because we're here on anchor.fm and uh, i want to make sure that you get that station right because you know things constantly are going on here and um, anchor.fm make it work and that's spelled with an e that last word work is spelled with an e So just in case you don't know where to tune into, just keep your dial right there and you'll hear more of what you're interested in hearing. We will be right back. Thank you for tuning in. Anchor.fm. I'm Jonathan. Make it work. So if you wondered where you can tune in and check out the rest of the show and maybe even get a subscription and check it out, and when I, looked at you, I want you to go to and type in anchor.fm forward slash make it work. We're available to you 24 hours, seven days a week. So stay tuned. Get in tune with us. you're listening to Jonathan here on anchor.fm forward slash make it work, work, W-E-R-K. Subscribe to hear more. Today, we're going to be getting into some information about, so if you don't know too much about stocks and you're kind of wondering what was going on and how people do stocks, so to speak, uh, let me just give you a little insight and uh, I'm going to let you hear this particular one. About um, the market and how things flow within the stocks and well we're going to go into stocks. I'm not going to talk about bonds but we're going to talk about stocks. Um, because of the pandemic and people having to stay indoors and walk around the house and really can't couldn't go to work and or didn't go to work or had to work from home they found things to improve around the household these included companies like if you were savvy enough you could have invested in whirlpool because their stocks probably went up because people were around the house and what they were doing looking around the house to say what can we buy we need some new appliances what can we improve on but it's not just whirlpool so the information that you're about to hear will probably help you understand a little bit about the market and what you're looking for is before things start to get bad or worse, and if they are bad, what are people going to be doing while they're in a particular situation, okay? So stay with me.
1: Starting in February 2020, the U.S. stock market went into free fall, plummeting faster than ever from an all-time high into a bear market. On March 23rd, the stock market hit bottom before making a historic rise back to new all-time highs in just five months. Along the way, mega-cap tech stocks like Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, and Microsoft have done much of the heavy lifting. In fact, those five stocks make up almost a quarter of the S&P 500 based on market cap weight and their strong performance has buoyed the market. But there have been plenty of other names that, on a percentage basis, have seen massive triple-digit returns during the rebound. So we wondered, which five stocks had the biggest percentage gain and why? To find out, we searched stocks across the three major indices, the Dow Jones, S&P 500, and NASDAQ 100. We looked at the period from March 23rd, which was the bottom of the bear market, to August 18th the day the S&P officially began a new bull market. We asked our friend and 30-year veteran trader Kevin Hinks to weigh in on the results. And here's what we found. Now, remember, past performance is no guarantee of future results. And we present these observations as historical information and not a recommendation of any security. So let's begin. Number five, Whirlpool. As other companies struggled in the stay-at-home economy, Whirlpool thrived thanks in part to booming home sales, renovations, and kitchen upgrades. As a result, the company announced net sales of $4 billion in the second quarter of 2020, beating Wall Street estimates. Not to mention, the company revised its forward-looking guidance for the rest of the year. The stock gained nearly 184% over the period in question.
2: Yeah, it's easy to connect the dots on a stock like Whirlpool to overall housing, right? Demand for housing, stay at home. People may be looking around their homes and saying, we need some new appliances. So not really surprising that a company like Whirlpool did very well in its stay at home economy.
1: Number four, L Brands. In what was already a rough start to the year for retail, the pandemic crushed stocks like L Brands, which includes stores like Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works. But the company took action and announced an aggressive plan to slash costs by $400 million annually. This and other factors helped the stock begin to recover, and it gained nearly 208%.
2: Well retail apparel was some of the weakest performers during the pandemic. And that added with troubles with Victoria's Secret along the way. And were they going to spin it off? Were they going to keep it? Victoria's Secret, one of their bigger revenue uh, products was in flux and in jeopardy for a while there. That has stabilized. Their sales have stabilized. It ran from 11 you know, to to where it is now. So it's not a $200 rally like we've had in some names.
1: The number three and number two stocks on this list, Halliburton and Apache Corp are both in the sector hit hardest during the pandemic, energy. Both stocks experienced massive drops in value only to snap back and stabilize. Halliburton has made a concerted effort to pivot its business away from North American shale and focus on international services and other energy prospects. Meanwhile, Apache shut down most of its active drilling rigs in North Texas, and both companies had laid off large swaths of employees in an effort to slash costs.
2: Yeah, uncertainty like we had in the oil futures markets causes uncertainty in the stocks that are affiliated with the oil, oil market. So picture a beach ball held under the water in some of these names, and there was unbelievable pressure on some of these names and, bar- and high risk in trading them. I mean, remember, when you're talking about mid to late March, this market sold off 36% in 34 days, and the oil sector came under even more pressure than that. So the recovery in some of these names, the percentages are going to look pretty good if you were willing to buy when no one was willing to buy.
1: Number one, Tesla. Tesla stock has been on a meteoric rise, gaining nearly 335% over the period we looked at. The move has created a huge debate among investors. Not so much as to why the stock is up, but why so much? The stock's potential inclusion in the S&P 500 is one possible factor, not to mention on August 11th, the company announced a stock split. Despite criticism from Tesla bears. Tesla advocates have pointed to four straight quarters of profit and increased vehicle production, thanks in part to its expansion into China, giving Tesla access to the world's biggest car market while avoiding higher tariffs that are imposed on vehicles made in the United States.
2: I believe what what will turn out to be the watershed moment in their history is when they broke into China and were able to open plants there. And then obviously their ability to be profitable cash flow on hand and just simply Elon Musk and the the inventor that he is. So I always say this about uh, Tesla. Apple started out as a computer company. Amazon started out selling books. Tesla's gonna sell cars.
1: 20 years from now, what will Tesla be in? So which stocks will be next to see gains like these? Well, nobody really knows, but take it from a veteran trader there are some things investors may want to keep their eyes on.
2: There's still a fair amount of stocks out there that are still relatively cheap. And what is it? It's the reopening trade. Everything having to do with the pandemic and stay home trade has been done and is fully valued. Does that mean they can't go higher? No, they can probably go higher, but you've got to be careful up there with some of these stocks that have run a long way. There's still a lot of choices out there it may not be the FANG stocks and the NASDAQ stocks, but it may be those other names that you know, good investors have to search for and do your due diligence on and, and, and picture what companies got beat up in the pandemic. So what companies can benefit from a reopening of the U.S. economy and then just be careful with your choices and control your risk.
0: In everything that we do, there's always a risk and a reward. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening to Make It Work. That's Make It Work, M A K E I T W E R K. That's one word. Make it work here at anchor.fm forward slash make it work.